This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hey there, hi, this is Carol Reid and welcome to my show Venus Voices, where today I am interviewing the lovely Jacqueline Griffin from Xena Shoes. Now, Jacqueline, tell us why did you start Xena Shoes and tell us about them because they're not, they're not like a normal shoe. They are not, Carol. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's really exciting to be here with you and all of the listeners today. Say hello to everybody out there. Awesome. So a bit about my background, I started life as an HR professional and worked for uh, Shell Australia over in Melbourne. I was very, very lucky to get moved across there. And I spent 15 years developing a career in human resources. And for those of you that aren't familiar with the uh, field of human resources, it often requires you to go from quite a corporate setting or an office environment across into a manufacturing um, or operational environment. So certainly for me, that meant I was going into refineries. Uh, When I came back to New Zealand, I worked for some really large organisations such as Fonterra and Fletcher Building and the ports of Auckland. And that all involved me going from a highly corporate environment, uh, wearing clothes not dissimilar to what I've got on today, Mm -hmm. um, and across into that operational environment. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you cross in most organisations, it's called the line. You need your safety shoes. Mm. Um, You can't see me. However, should you meet me, you will find I am not a very large human being. (laughs) She's got little tiny feet. (laughs) Tiny, tiny feet. So I am a a size six, so a a UK four. Um, Which is little. And and so, you know, the dilemma then, wouldn't it be, right? So, you know, we're going into sites. Mm -hmm. So we're, you know, specifically speaking to, and and you'd be surprised how many people have to wear these types of steel cap shoes or safety shoes Mm -hmm. in um, places like my lady that does the just water has to wear them, Mm -hmm. you know, for when she goes into different things. So they've got to be in the car ready to go, don't they? So you found yourself going into these sites. And what did you find? So first of all, finding a safety shoe was almost impossible for me. They were all too large. It was a real dilemma. They would tell me you must wear really thick socks because I think at that time the smallest I could get was a seven or an eight and they were typically speaking men's shoes. Mm. Um, So they weren't safe even when I was wearing them. They they were slopped around in them. Slopped around in them. They weren't done up properly Mm. and I'd waste a lot of time. And I think if I was to say what was my driving force, it was the time wastage. Because certainly as I became more senior and took on the roles which involved uh, board meetings, Mm. I was, you know, while my male colleagues could often just go straight from the boardroom out into the site floor with the the board, I would have to sort of scooch off to a corner or stop in a car park and and change my shoes Mm. and change into something that just made me feel you know, ghastly Mm. or really uncomfortable Mm. and and people would have a laugh and I've got a pretty thick skin Mm. and I've got a really good sense of humour but it does wear you down over the years because so much of our confidence is tied up in what we wear Mm. that what I found myself thinking over time um, in all of the safety reps that would come onto my site, you know, sort of selling safety shows would see me coming and run a mile because I would keep saying, 
there has to be a better option. When, when you're getting a better option and they would say, you know, we hear this all the time, there's just not a market. And I just found myself thinking that the two couldn't be true. Mm. And there comes a point when you just think, no one's coming to save me. Mm. So I'm going to have to be my own hero. Mm. And so the, I love it. I love that about you. I love that about you. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's when you find yourself in that position, it's, it's amazing how your brain clicks into problem solving mode. So I actually started down the pathway of developing my own show. And as I was doing that, uh, Zena popped up because I have to be the only person in the world that searches ladies' safety shoes. <laughs> And I did something that was really unusual to me, and I hope that this is something that might resonate with some of your viewers, which is I just decided to ask permission. So I reached out and I said, look, I love your brand. Um, I love what you're about. How do I get involved? Just you know, no expectation. And they came back and said, look, we'd love you to be involved. We've only launched a month ago. And we took things from there so wow I think that's a really good lesson for anyone out there that's Mm -hmm. on the fence on what they might do next or Mm -hmm. anyone who's you know worried about taking a chance because if you don't ask you don't get Wayne Gretzky has got this incredible quote and it says you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take 100% so if people listening take nothing else away from this I just want to communicate I didn't have a background in entrepreneurship. I really didn't understand how I was going to make it work. Mm. I just... Had a passion. I had a passion, passion. yeah. And and I thought, if it's not me, then who's going to do it? Mm. And so... And you already were experiencing... That you know, you're at the coalface experiencing mm-hmm. the lack of any type of shoe that would fit you, any mm-hmm. type of shoe that was decent and nice mm-hmm. looking, anything that was a little bit feminine. Because, as you say, what do you say? They put the pink on it or something? You have a little say. So, we have a saying, and it goes uh, for historically for women's safety shoes what they've done is they've taken a man shoe and they shrink it and they Pink it. Yeah, I love that little saying. Yeah. They shrink it and they pink it. And that's not really what it's actually all about because, you know, as we know, we've all got different types of feet, but also mm-hmm. women's feet are different to men's feet. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we need think different things that are different. And so you've found a market, you've found a company you can work with, they've got the same values as you, and you've taken the the you know, the, the leap, I guess, the leap of faith. Tell me about why do, why do people come to you for the shoes? Like, do they come to, to you because of those reasons? Is there other little mm. reasons that pop up for people? And, and what do they love about the shoes? That's such a great question, Carol. And I, so I looked back at some of the feedback that we've had, um, which is what I was expecting. Intuitively, I knew that there was a market. Uh, I think that there's always, whenever you're launching a brand, even though you can do all the market research under the sun, but that brand's got to land really well and the mm. shoe's got to, the boot's got to deliver on what it is, it, it claims mm. to do. Mm-hmm. And so some of the feedback that I've had from customers has been, you know, the boots are so stylish, I'm waiting to be told off for not wearing steel caps. Wow. Um, and that probably does get does happen, would it? it? It happens very often. So we actually send our boots out with a little safety card so that... Um, I mean, I get asked, can you take your shoe off? And putting aside how inappropriate that is, I mean, with good humour, yeah, right? I yeah, mean, sure. I don't mind throwing it at somebody. Yeah, that yeah, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 
you know, who knew safety shoes could be this comfortable? Um, I've been waiting over 10 years for a nice steel cap. Um, you know, a chance for women to keep in line with health and safety standards as well as being fashionable. Um, and they can flash their little card and say this is actually, you know, fully... Fully yeah. compliant. Yeah. Because, you know, it is a safety shoe. So you know, when when push comes to shove, we want you to be safe at work. Mm. We want you wearing your shoe. We don't want you finding workarounds because you know you don't have the right tools for the job Mm, so mm. so that's you know some of that is really dear to my heart is is the boot doing what I thought it was going to do the feedback says yes which is fantastic I Mm. love I'm really grateful to people who give us feedback Mm. so thank you that's awesome and then is there any kind of a piece of wisdom that you could share with anyone who's looking to start a new brand from scratch like you have like I mean, apart from the fact that, you know, follow your passion. I mean, that's a, that's a, you're, you're an advocate and a poster <laughs> child for that. I just love it. Oh, well, thank you. I think if I was to share one piece of advice or wisdom that I've learned, it's you are so capable. Mm. You can absolutely figure anything out mm. and it will always feel uncomfortable. At first, you know, if you think about your comfort zone and when you're learning something, I mean, if I just pause and go back 18 months, I knew nothing about importing. Mm. I didn't know about importer codes. And just to share a really funny story about where I was at, even you know recently, uh, I was talking with my importer, so bringing product into the company, and they said, oh, well, we can't use this port because um, we don't do F- uh, LCL from there. We only do FCL. And you know, LCL, what does that mean? I know, so outwardly I was nodding and I had to go and I actually typed into Google yeah. shipping terms LCL and it means less than container load and oh. FCL means full container load. Oh. I had no idea and that's... that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we all have these little yeah. acronyms in our businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, what was something the other day uh, around processes? I can't remember what it was now, but but someone asked, "What is that?" and it was and it was something that's pretty mm-hmm. standard. Oh, it's SOP. Mm-hmm. What's an SOP? Oh, that's right. Standard operating that. procedure, right? But people don't know. Don't not everybody knows what an SOP is, you know. And I suppose the most important thing it is actually okay not to know everything. Mm. You can, you know, with with grit, determination, resilience, and you know, you're savvy. Mm. If if you're at the stage of looking at your own business, you're clearly savvy about it so we are so lucky that we live in a world where we have google like you know dr google tell us everything so you know if i can work out how to bring shoes from north america into new zealand then anyone believe me anybody can do anything Oh, it's so cool. It's actually so cool for people to know that, that if they've, if they've got a dream or they mm-hmm. know someone who's, who's you know, been thinking about starting something or doing something, obviously you've got to do your research. You've got to yes. figure out, you know, is there a market for it? Um, with you, you'd, you'd actually already actually been at the coalface experiencing mm-hmm. it, so you knew there was a gap, you know. And you still, again, be sensible about it. So we're not talking about, you know, kamikaze decisions, but once you've done your research... Uh, and you understand the market and you understand it's there. I just want people to know that it might feel uncomfortable, but that's not an excuse not to do it. And I, I think to the point for all the Venus listeners out here, this is what the Venus Network 
is just absolutely incredible for so I know we're going to go into it so I won't jump forward <laughs> we are going to go into more stalks so have you got a funny or unusual quirky story about a customer experience that you'd be comfortable sharing yes go yes ahead. I do go so I, I like these I like putting that little question <laughs> in because you know there's always something that's a little bit quirky or a little bit fun well, I think despite all of the market research that you can do, there's always going to be things that surprise you. So I was contacted by a customer who really wanted to try on a pair of boats before she bought. So on one of my tours, I took up a whole bunch of boats and met this very lovely young lady in a cafe in Botany Downs. And it turned out that she was actually the production manager for the Shrek musical. Oh, my goodness. And we got talking, and I just discovered that this was an entire category. I had no idea needed safety shows, and she was heading off to Dubai. So, you know, I'm just so proud that, you know, one, she found us, and she actually found us through TikTok, and said, you know, like, this is a, this is a great category. Everyone that goes onto the stage in the background needs steel caps. And she was telling me about how Dragon for the musical, um, you know, just a small plug because it was amazing. And um, Dragon was 20 feet long. And she's like, you know, if you drop those on your toes, it, you're going to cause some damage. And I thought, my goodness, this was such a great opportunity of connecting and learning and growing. And you can do that continuously. And I suppose that that's something that gets me up in the morning is... You know, I don't have to know anything, but so long as I'm open to learning and curious, like, my goodness, you know, what growth. So anyway, it's just amazing. And I suppose another one would be um, very quickly that I had a customer that bought four pairs, you know, four pairs of Xena boots, which has just blew my mind. Wow. And that's her work wardrobe. She's like, I don't need to worry. I have got brown, black, grey. Yeah. I am sorted. Brilliant. So. Who knew? I didn't. Who knew? And the thing, the thing is that we don't really realise how often we do need them. Like, mm. I, like I say, I had the, the Just Water Lady. I wouldn't have even thought put it together, you know, until I had that conversation with her. But you just don't know who's out there who's needing it. And here you are meeting this lady, and you know she's needing stuff on a production set. Mm-hmm. You know, like again, our minds don't. You know, if we don't let our minds go there, they won't. You know, so it's it's good to actually have these conversations and get people thinking about it. Absolutely, and being. Open to connection and learning has been, I would say, pretty critical for how I've been able to adapt to some very real challenges that have been thrown at the business over the last six months just with shipping challenges and international challenges Mm. or, Mm. um, you know, different product lines that work or don't. I think that there can be a real desire to, you know, overlook or ignore some of those factors or allow it to defeat you. Whereas if you come at it from a place of curiosity and learning, you know, you, you never lose. It's not a win-lose. It's, you know, win-learn, win-learn, fast mm-hmm. failure, mm-hmm. turn, pivot. And, you know, again, I think that that's where the Venus Network, you know, in all honesty, has just really helped me over these, you know, very early parts of my business. Oh, that's really good to hear. Owning a business is wonderful and inspiring as it can often look on the outside, can often be quite a lonely journey Mm. on the inside. Mm. And when you work for a business, um, you've got teams and you've got a reason to get up and go into your team environment. And by contrast, again, although you have more flexibility with a business, the success often rises and falls 
with you, and I know, Carol, we've talked about that quite extensively. Mm. So my advice was that continuing to show up and, uh, you know, success isn't a destination. Mm. It is this ongoing mucky process of learning, adjusting and celebrating In all of that, you need to really prioritise, you know, working on your business and connecting with a group that will help you to be accountable, keep you sane, and and love you through the highs and the lows. And for me, you know, my advice to women who are even thinking about joining the Venus Network is allow the network to be that for you. Allow that network to support you during the tough times and be open and honest allow it to lift you up and celebrate you during the great times because growing something special doesn't you know it doesn't mean when you're a business owner that you have to do it all on your own Mm. it is so important to just involve people in that journey and until I create an empire where I can employ you know hundreds of people distributing Xena shows all over you know the South Pacific I will you know continue to be a United Nations of one and use my you know fellow Venus network to just be that you know supporting force that that cheerleader that yeah. celebrator so my advice is you, you get in uh, you get out what you put in so you know get in there get get involved and just be honest with your group don't you don't have to pretend with them and I think that you'll be better off for it for just being a little bit vulnerable 100% I mean the whole studies around vulnerability is that you know mm-hmm. well years ago it was you know you had to be tough you know be tough and 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 just grit it out mm-hmm. and and the reality is that when you show your bit of vulnerability someone else feels confident to show theirs and what you do is you open up a, a, a container for people to be able to share and that that's what Venus does doesn't it mm-hmm. we know we try and we try and you know make sure that we're supporting each other we try and make sure that if someone's not having a great day how can we help and I often hear from ladies too that you know that when they thought they shouldn't really come because they had so much else on in the morning you know to come to the meeting because every two weeks they're an hour out of your day mm-hmm. they are so glad that they went because they got some inspiration or they got something new or they shared something that they didn't weren't even sure that they were going to share and yeah And I suspect that, I I can only speak from my perspective, but really having to think about what have I done in the last two weeks and celebrate those really tiny little changes. So for me, a success might simply be that somebody commented on my Instagram feed because that indicates engagement. And if I don't acknowledge those tiny little things, you would have given up ages ago. So those little moments of getting up and showing up I mean, we all know it. We all know it, I suspect, you know, within ourselves. But gosh, it's important to be doing. So my advice, show up. Show up to your meeting. Um, rain, you know, hail or shine. Mm. And I think that you'll just be so much better off for it. And get involved, like you say, get mm-hmm. involved with the community. And um, tell us about how Venice has helped you with your business. Mm. Well, it's probably quite a good segue because so when I started off my career, at Shell Australia, one of the key things that they taught us was the best time to make time is when you feel that you have none of it at all. Mm. And we get so busy, um, you know, caught up with just the daily. Mm. And I'm a mum of three and I'm juggling parenthood. I've actually got my son sitting outside. He's uh, on school (laughs) holidays early. He's being a good boy. (laughs) And so for me 
how the Venus Network helped me was I always arrived maybe feeling a little bit flat and I left just feeling so re-energized. And for me, I'm playing a long game. So I can't afford to get too bogged down in the day-to-day. I need to keep one eye on the prize and Venus helps me to do that by continuously forcing me to go, there is a bigger objective here. Keep working, keep working. Mm. And around a group of professional women, I mean, I I just find that really inspiring, just mm. personally. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And you bring inspiration too because we're all contributing into the same, mm-hmm. you know, into the same space. And why do you think we need to have this? Like, why do you think women are so good at collaborating? And why do you think we need to have this type of thing in business? Because, you know, if you think 10 years ago, it wasn't really a big deal. It was, you know, in fact, Venus was started just over 10 years ago. So, you know, it wasn't something that was all around all the time. Mm. Now we've got this concept of networking and collaboration that perhaps we wouldn't have had before. I have thought and thought on that. And... One thing somebody said to me a few years back is create your own board of directors. And it was so powerful to me. So what I mean by that is some people are really lucky with the families or the networks that they are born into. They've got access to people that have been really successful business owners Mm -hmm. who have been able to pave the way or show them. I had a wonderful or have a wonderful family, but they weren't necessarily very successful business owners um you know they're very honest workers so for exactly me exactly the same as me yeah we didn't mm-hmm. have we, I was brought up on a farm so we didn't you know it was a business but mm-hmm. it wasn't a business you know it was a lifestyle it's a lifestyle and so when you don't have that you need to equip yourself with those relationships that are going to help you and I think Carol you've previously said you know your network is your net worth yes and my goodness that that is so true because people Um, buy from people, they do business with people, you know, until we're able to engineer a solution where we don't do that, we are all connected. Mm -hmm. And so for me, Mm -hmm. I need to surround myself with professionals who are uh, savvy, who have been through this, who can offer me some sort of uplift, who can hold me to account. And, you know, that, that Venus network, or why I think women are good at that is, you know, we can connect in easily. We are comfortable being vulnerable with each other. We are, I suppose, you know, naturally maybe more inclined to to share experiences, both good or bad. There's there's slightly less bravado, and a little bit of that nurture comes out, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I I think so. So you know, leaning into that advice, using people as a sounding board, I, I suspect that that's been very appealing, particularly for women in these business roles. Awesome. Mm. Brilliant. Well, thank you for being my guest today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. And for those that don't know, how can they get a hold of you? What's your your handle? Fantastic, Carol. Thank you. So you can find me either on Instagram, which is Zena Oceania, or on Facebook at the same. You can follow me along on LinkedIn at Jacqueline Griffin. Or otherwise, you can check out our website, which is Xena Workwear. So that's Xena with an X, like the warrior princess. Xenaworkwear.co.nz. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear from anyone. Awesome. Awesome. So, and also, if you'd like some more information about Venus, if any of this has, you know, triggered some ideas for you and, you know, you want even a bit of help around an idea that you've got going, I'm, I'm available to chat with you around that as well. But if you want to just come along to Venus and have a, have a visit, it's no obligation. Uh, we, we meet every two weeks 
uh, for an hour. We have quite structured meetings and uh, we always have a business topic. So you come away, you know, advancing your knowledge, sharing your knowledge and uh, and you, you end up getting some really awesome friendships. So thank you again. Jack, any last words before we go? Uh, just thank you so much for having me, Carol. I am a huge supporter of Venus and so recommend that anybody that is just thinking about giving it a try, I was in the same boat as you. I absolutely go along, see a meeting, and, and you never know, I might get to see you. I'd love to meet you. And if you've heard this, please come and, you know, say hello. Absolutely. Awesome. Take care, guys. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.